you're listening to The Positive Professional with me, Tracy Yvonne. Welcome back and thanks for tuning into episode 19. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about mental health. So you must have noticed that the space of mental health and societal discourse has widened in recent times. And this is because of the increasing realization of just how important it is that everyone maintains top-notch mental well-being. In addition, because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, this topic is spot on. So let's get into it. And the first thing I want to say to you is that there's really no health without mental health. And this is because health in its totality is a summation of well-being, of the physical, mental, and social aspects of your life. And many people are finding ways to stay healthier mentally because of how impactful poor mental health can be. So at this point, I'll make a distinction between mental health and mental illness. And I first have to tell you that although they share certain points of connection, they are widely different. Mental illness is a range of conditions that are usually diagnosed by trained mental health professionals using specified criteria. Mental illness can become quite serious and you sometimes you will need to be in therapy or prescribe medication and other forms of treatment to get better. And it is possible to be diagnosed with a mental illness and keep it well under control. But to put it in better context, I'll give you some examples of mental illness. And this can be depression, anxiety, and substance use disorders. Also part of these is schizophrenia and bipolar disorders. The thing with mental illness is that it affects the way you think, behave, or feel. Mental illness also distinctly affects your mood. On the other hand, mental health encompasses your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. It's a measure of your ability to withstand the pressure of life and solve problems you are confronted with. It also has to it with your understanding of the world. Additionally, one of the most vital markers of mental health is your ability to maintain healthy relationships with other people. And if any of these go out of balance, your mental health may be threatened. Although the two conditions are different, they have a common point. A poor state of mental health leaves you at higher risk of developing mental illness. If you are looking for more reasons to pay attention to your mental health, well, that's one for you. The strength of each domain has a role to play in your mental state. The first is your emotional well-being, and this is often the metric of how much peace you have in your life. Are you satisfied with the path of your life? Do you have reasons to persist in a happy state for most of the time? The answers to this should be yes or tend towards yes for intact emotional well-being. Next is your psychological welfare. For this, you need to look inwards and know if you're accepting of who you are. Also, how much do you seek to grow to be a better person and in the things you do? Psychological well-being involves your personal experiences and openness to ideas and a sense of your purpose in your life. On balance, feelings of optimism and self-directions contribute to your psychological well-being. The third domain is your social well-being. This mostly entails your relationships with people. It is always good to have a high self-worth and be generally accepted by people around you. Of course, this will fuel your sense of community, another plus. In your interactions with people, it is helpful to also believe in their potentials and the prospects of the larger society. By finding your place in a community and contributing maximally, 
your social well-being is greatly improved. Have you ever wondered if you're in a positive state of mental health? Well, there are certain markers that you can detect if all is well with you. And many of these markers are about the way you feel. Like, how do you feel about life? Do you feel good about life and your life particularly? Do you wake up in the mornings with excitement about what the day could bring? Naturally, you cannot separate your mental health from the things that you engage in. So you may be strengthened by your job or the prospects of meeting up with friends and loved ones. And speaking of friends, another sign that you're in a good state of mental health is that you can develop and maintain appropriate social connections. If you find yourself in constant conflict with friends or coworkers, it may be because you are not your best self. This in turn may have been affected in how you perceive others, people's intentions towards you. And you may be less tolerant of them and even less trusting. This is a sign that something needs to be done. And another feature of good mental health is the ability to handle issues that arise efficiently. This doesn't mean that all the answers must come from you, but your ability to think through a problem and offer solutions to identify other resources can help you to deploy to solve problems is indicative that you are mentally strong. The last indicator of positive mental state that I'm going to mention here is the ability to make good decisions. And I know this seems like a culmination of all the other signs I mentioned before. And in a way it is. You make decisions daily about your life, the people you are around and the issues you face. For the best results, your decisions must be well considered and of high quality. And to make good decisions, your best bet is a nice state of mental clarity. I'm now going to mention some associated qualities of a mentally healthy person. And the first up is resilience. Resilience is often a measure of how well you can cope with stress. It also describes your reactions you are faced with in challenges. And do you buckle under pressure or do you rise to the challenge? It's something to think about. Furthermore, the ability to learn is another quality of mental health. The right state of mind means that your mind is receptive to receiving new knowledge. Conversely, students with poor mental health states often come off with poor grades and it does add up. The third quality is the ability to express emotions. And without a doubt, keeping your emotions bottled up indicates poor emotional management. Mentally balanced people usually recognize their emotions and know when and how to express them. This works in a positive cycle for your mental health. And just as an ability to let out your feelings is a sign of mental health, the more you express them, the better your mental health is. So in the next segment, I'm going to talk about tips of maintaining good mental health. talk about maintaining good mental health. The first tip is to take a social media break. And social media has become one of the top factors leading to poor mental health in recent times. And while we all know it's practically impossible to completely avoid social media because of how much our lives depend on it, it is possible to take breaks. Taking one day a week to shut out social media and the time spent on your phone is essential in maintaining good mental health. 
These breaks will help you to connect with your inner self and let out the distractions that come with social media. The next is you should consume healthy food and drinks. Do you know that the food and the drink that you consume has a lot to do with your mental health? A lot of research has reported the effects of unhealthy meals on the brains. And this is even more severe if unhealthy meals are consumed in massive portions. So it's important to cut down on excessive consumption of alcohol, caffeine, fatty foods, soda, and sugary contents. Tip number three, do things that make you tick. And you must have heard of the enzyme called dopamine that generates in the body when a person engages in activities they love. This enzyme helps you to feel good about yourself and the activity you're engaged in. And this simply means that you should do good work often. Engaging in activities you find meaningful and purposeful will help to keep your brain alive and active. Okay, on to tip number four. Be physically active. And yes, I know not everyone finds it easy to engage in exercise, but you need to remember that exercising is not only about going to the gym. Exercising is not only a form of losing weight or building muscles. It means to connect with your body and soul. Taking a 10-minute walk every morning or evening is a form of exercise. And did you know dancing to your favorite song is also a form of exercise? So choose a form of exercise that works for you. The next tip is to connect with people and have healthy conversations where you can express your feelings. Surround yourself with the best persons and while doing that, don't belittle how you feel about a particular situation or event. Have the necessary conversations needed to sort out your feelings and feel better. And for some people, that may mean going to a therapist. Whatever you do, make sure that you are maintaining positive relationships. And the last tip I'm going to share is to get good sleep. So if you haven't had good sleep within the last 24 hours, you should consider doing so right away. Good sleep can never be underrated. And this is one of the easiest ways to recharge your body and keep you active. This also keeps your brain in order and helps you to maintain good mental health. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to you tuning in to another episode. Make sure that you've subscribed to this podcast and don't forget to click the like button. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe and be well.